0: the dogs may be barking, but the caravan still passes. And the point of, of that proverb is to say that there will always be, I don't know if you, the, the caravans that go through the deserts basically, and you know, they pass mm-hmm. through the different areas and, and, and dogs will bark, you know, but you have to keep going. Are you ready to
1: hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders, without listening to a long, long, long interview, if so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I M CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I M CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today at Barbara Turley of the Virtual Hub. Barbara, it's awesome having you on the show.
0: Thanks so much, Gresh, for having me. Excited to be on your show.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on as well. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Barbara so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Barbara is an investor, entrepreneur, and founder and CEO of The Virtual Hub, a company that creates in-house trained and managed virtual assistants for businesses that need to free up time and energy so they they can go to the next level. With a strong focus on customized training and ongoing career development, The Virtual Hub's team is trained in cutting-edge programs like HubSpot, Entreport, et cetera, to meet their clients' unique needs digital marketing, social media, personal assistance services, and administrative support. Barbara is also a mom of two, wife to her best friend, Eddie, and an adventure lover with a passion for horses, skiing, tennis, and spending time in nature. Barbara, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
0: I am so ready. Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: (laughs) So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? We'll let you get started with the business.
0: Sure. Look, I, I, I wasn't a uh, natural born entrepreneur or a CEO in any way, shape or form. I actually started most of my career was in the corporate world um, where I was probably there for about 15 years in the um, investment, banking, various areas of the financial uh, industry. And I absolutely loved that career. It was only when I sort of hit my 30s that I started thinking I actually, to be honest, I didn't want to be a corporate mom. That was a lot of what, and I wanted to sort of explore what else I could do. And coupled with that, I really wanted to have a sense of building something that was, uh, you know, having an impact. I guess. And I started looking at you know people who were doing online stuff, and and I and I found my way into, accidentally actually into kind of digital marketing and accidentally into the virtual hub, which, which today is, is quite, a, quite a, it's a large and growing company. Um, but my, my, my journey into being a CEO was kind of very organic, sort of accidental, um, you know, and quite adventurous, I suppose you could say.
1: Yeah, I would say everything about, you know, running a business is definitely adventurous. And I know that's some of your yeah. passions that you have, so I'm sure that probably helps you out in dealing with some <laughs> yeah. of the things that happen in business as well.
0: It does indeed, yeah, absolutely.
1: Nice. So um, I wanted to to drill down a little bit deeper, hear a little bit more on what you're doing with the virtual hub. Could you take us through a little bit more on where you arrived and, and how you serve the class you work with?
0: Sure. So the Virtual Hub, we are a virtual assistant uh, training and management company at our core. We do specialize in in the digital marketing arena or digital marketing, marketing implementation is what I like to say. And the goal basically of the company is to take a lot of the heavy lifting off, you know, companies that are particularly companies that are trying to scale, you know, or even solopreneurs that are trying to grow and they just want to, you know, stop doing so much doing and they need to try and get on with growing and obviously today with everything being remote and everything being so digitally focused i mean we've done like 10 years of digital transformation in the last 1 year yeah, right. this year that we're sitting in with the pandemic and everything so you know the amount of work involved for for businesses in that area um, can bog a lot of businesses down. So the idea is to get, you know, very well trained staff, really well looked after. We are Philippines-based. So all of our team, all of our people are in the Philippines, and then you know, service our client accounts and, and have virtual assistants go in and help with the execution of processes and tasks and all the doing that's involved in being, you know, an entrepreneur or running a company, essentially. So that's really what we do at our core.
1: Nice. I absolutely love that. I love that phrase that you said, you know, not focus on the doing, but on the growing. And I think so many times you can get caught out of your zone of genius doing the things that aren't helping you to propel the business. So it's so important to have, you know, organizations and and agencies like you to be able to kind of lean on so that you're able to really focus on the things that are going to drive the needle forward.
0: Yeah. And of course, you know, I mean, the whole concept of recruiting is so difficult, not even just in the Philippines, but anywhere. Recruiting people sort of get blindsided by it. And they, they, you know, all entrepreneurs suffer from this. They think I'll just jump online and find someone. And, you know, when you're looking for one person, you might get a home run, Mm -hmm. but if you're really trying to grow, you're actually taking on an entire different game trying to do that. And then HR management and then training and all of this stuff involved. And, you know, the goal of our company really is to try to partner with businesses to take that heavy lifting off them in this particular niche and vertical that we, that we specialize in.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you you know you you talked about that because you're absolutely right. Where sometimes you just think, oh, just go to this website and you'll be able to find something, but you might be able to find that person. But you talked about that training aspect, all of the different aspects that um, not go into, not only go into finding that role, but also helping that person be successful and to grow is so important. So that's why I love that you kind of um, help, kind of it sounds like partner with businesses to make sure that that happens.
0: Yeah, that's really our goal is to be to become so we, we sort of our tagline is really, we don't just give you a VA, we give you an ecosystem. So mm-hmm. we really are an ecosystem. You know, we want to be partnering with businesses. And hopefully a lot of our clients have gone on to grow with us, you know, so they end up with teams of people. And they might have started off with just a part time VA, but sometimes they're up to sort of four, five, six people. And, and that's goal to see people do that and to help them to grow is uh, makes me feel very proud. Uh, you know, and also our people help them with career development and all the leadership and culture stuff that goes along with that. It's very important too.
1: Yeah. You're never in a bad place when you have win, 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 win opportunities and everybody gets an opportunity to kind of grow um, and expand. And so you use this word, the ecosystem. I I was going to ask you for what I call your your secret sauce, and it could be for your organization or your business or a combination of both. Do you feel like that ecosystem piece that you kind of spoke to is really what makes you unique and, and sets you all apart?
0: Yeah, I truly believe so because, you know, and also a deep focus on the client and what the client needs and where their pain points are. Sometimes they don't know how to articulate it, but every time as a company, and this is like a pro tip of advice for anyone trying to build a company every time you get a complaint or something happens or there's a negative experience, that's where the gold is. That's where you can build a better solution. It once you get over the shock of somebody complaining or something saying something terrible about your service or your product, you can actually use that to redesign, redevelop, to evolve. And I think the secret sauce of the virtual hub has been a continual focus on every single time that happens, we ask ourselves, how can we make sure this never happens again? How do we change the entire experience? And the ecosystem came from that. We realized that training was a problem. Recruiting was a problem. Growing, managing, uh, all all of these things were problematic. And then on the VA side, a lot of our employees, they're all full-time employees of our company. And on the VA side as well, career development was a problem for them. Uh, You know, churning and burning through clients was a problem in the freelance market. So we're trying to create an ecosystem for both sides where, where everyone is successful. And it's not just about a client. It's about the people as well. And what do they actually want? So that's very important for us. Yeah, but I think that the the clincher really is our training programs. We, We don't just recruit and manage people, we actually train people as well. So that's, that's a real differentiator for us.
1: Yeah, and that's absolutely huge. I often say so many times that uh, people skip past the human aspect of business. And I'm glad, you know, within the ecosystem on both in many different ways, both ecosystems, I should say, you know, you get that opportunity to really develop and grow and and build those connections, those bonds. And that dependability and reliability, I think that happens because you have built a a ecosystem where people understand and are able to get those results that they're looking for and know that they're being heard and, and things are being implemented as well
0: yeah absolutely. It's very important. At the end of the day, it is a people business. I guess all businesses are people businesses, and I think that's something that many often forget. Yeah. you know, and you can always get better at it. I mean, you know there's 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 always ways to improve. and with people, it can be hard, you know, so you just gotta listen and evolve and grow and 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 try your best as the the leader to make the tough calls when you need to, but also to listen to the people as deeply as you can to to implement change, you know.
1: Um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think, um, and this is for me, but, I, you know, again, I think this could probably apply to everyone. Do less. Less is more. I see an awful lot of CEOs, right? They, I guess it's a busy role. But does it always does it have to be? I think people are still doing too much, and the power of singular focus, or you know, getting a particular vertical right, or trying to, um, you know, nail a core part of a business before you start adding on all the bells and whistles. So, power of singular focus, um, less is more, less busy, and focusing your role more on mentoring. And leading your the leadership team and empowering them to actually run the thing, and I see that as the role of the CEO. I actually see the role really to be to be someone who's going to empower and really lead a team to then go on and make make a lot of the decisions and do a lot of the doing. Because as a CEO and even a COO, actually these two roles are kind of sometimes intertwined, depending on the size of the company. But it's very important for you to have headspace. So you know part of the doing of the CEO role or the COO role is to create space so that and that could be for example I go skiing you know I try and get out in nature uh, because that's where the big ideas actually come for me anyway that's what I have found it to be so I'm very particular about my time
1: Appreciate that, and so I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. You might have already touched on this, but it might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: Yes, I stole this from someone else. So a friend and mentor of mine said this to me, and I've said this on so many podcasts. Like. And I remember I was having a particularly bad, like, is you know, I, in, in any corporate career or an entrepreneur or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, of course you have bad times. Things are going wrong. You're not being as successful as you want to be. Um, and I was having a particularly bad time. But, and I remember she said to me, I think it's in, like a, an Arabic proverb or something. Um, the dogs may be barking, but the caravan still passes. And the point mm-hmm. of, of that proverb is to say that there will always be—I don't know if you, the caravans that go through the deserts, basically—and you know they pass mm-hmm. through the different areas—and and, and dogs will bark, you know. But you have to keep going, and you have to be like that—that that caravan that just is you know—it's going anyway. So that for me has always been very powerful when I get in the weeds, and I'm a little bit kind of getting stuck in the detail of problems. And I think, you know, this is all just noise. We've just got to just the vision, just keep going uh, that that's very powerful for me.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. You might've touched on this as well, but what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Yeah, that's a funny one. Cause I know, you know, being a CEO is about being the visionary, I guess, of the, uh, of the company and, and leading it for me. And this could be the stage of business that I'm at. I still see my, um my role as the ceo to be like the actually it's funny my team have this name for me my leadership team they made up this name called the mythical ship captain (laughs) (laughs) and i love that because i feel like you know they're all rowing the boat but somebody needs to kind of see where we're you know above the trees and, and where we're going and needs to empower them inspire them keep them energized and motivated and excited. And and I see that as my role actually is keeping them inspired and keeping them motivated Um, and the market, I guess, about what we're doing, you know, on these podcasts and stuff like that. That's, that's my role really. Help them to be great, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Getting the people in the right place to, to be able to be successful and be able to to kind of, quote unquote, give them what they need in order to be successful, whether that be, you know, a, a march on or, or potentially a hug or whatever that might be to make sure that they're empowered to be successful. And I think that, you know, it's kind of a balanced beam approach that we have, but I love that definition. I love the um, kind of analogy and metaphor as well, too, because it gives you that visual of what you're trying to do um, in order to reach whatever that goal might be.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yep. Yeah.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Barbara, truly appreciate that. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you could let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on.
0: Sure. Yeah. So I guess what I would like to, to finish on is everybody glorifies the CEO role. But we are, you know, like anyone who's in the CEO position knows that, particularly in a time like what we're we're experiencing now. We are still human, you know, and we we will make mistakes. And it's, you know, it's kind of I think the last year has really shown so many CEOs and leadership teams that it's kind of to be authentic, to not to be afraid to be vulnerable uh, without falling apart. But, you know, vulnerability is something that you have to strike a balance between strength, authenticity and vulnerability. And that actually is where your real strength with your team Will lie. So for, for me, I've definitely kind of always known that, but I've really, really learned that lesson in the last in the last year. So if people want to connect with me, I do a little bit on LinkedIn. I'm not I'm not huge on social media, but uh, you can find me personally over on LinkedIn or over on our website. Actually, we have tons of content over there about anyone looking uh, to scale a business using virtual assistants or offshoring and outsourcing uh, the virtualhub.com jump over there and over there you can book a call with one of our team as well if you want to have a chat about how we can help you.
1: Awesome. 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 Well, I definitely appreciate that, Barbara. We will have the links and information um, in the show notes as well, too. But I definitely appreciate you for talking about that. Um, I don't know, transparency, the vulnerability piece, because I think it is really, really difficult to to grow and try to run a business. But I think so many times you have to have that balance beam, as you said so well, of being able to to be transparent and be vulnerable enough to say, um, you know, this might be a challenge, this might be a difficult time, but it's still, you know, when, just like the, the captain uh be able to kind of chart that course in order to be successful so when you're able to kind of strike a good balance is when you really can reach a, an entirely different level so i love um that perspective and i appreciate you for sharing it
0: thanks so much for having me thank you for listening to the imceo podcast powered by cb
1: nation and blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co imceo is not just a phrase it's a community Get your driven CEO gear at CEOgear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.